Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the iPhone XR with its amazing camera included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 a month after monthly credit supplied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic. After 630-20, pay $32 a month per line with AutoPay. Data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome, Dan Bach here at the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast for you on this Monday. Hope things are going well in your world. Hopefully you're coming off a nice winning weekend in Daily Fantasy. Could have been better. Uh, I feel like I made pretty good lineups this week. I wish I would have played some cash games, but really fired at some, uh, some GPPs and really qualifiers and stuff like that. And when you do that, unless you hit one, Hard to be profitable on the weekend, but it could have been a lot worse, but had a fun time as always sweating the games on Sunday, and uh, only a few more weeks of that to go, so we're going to spend some time talking a little bit about that uh, one decision made by FanDuel this week, really disappointing, and I'll talk about that, but before we get into all that, we do want to tell you about our friends over at Fantasy Draft, and more than ever, I hope you are giving them a look for your daily fantasy uh, experience on a night-to-night basis. They're doing a lot of really good things. They're listening to customer feedback, which I think is incredibly important. And they're offering uh, a little bit uh, more flexible game style than you have on some of the other sites. Of course, they're rake, very transparent, uh, the best in the industry. And uh, they've recently added new head-to-head blockers. So when you post games... You can uh, post 10 at one time and say, I only want one person be able to take each individual game. So you don't have one guy picking up all 10 of your games, which can definitely get annoying. And the beautiful thing about this, too, is if they don't fill, uh, I was told that they actually auto-cancel, which actually saves you a lot of time and hassle. So check it out over at Fantasy Draft if you haven't done so already. Click through our links here on Roto-Grinders, and then you can get our premium over there free for three months. And, of course, you're supporting somebody who is uh, giving you free content each and every day on this podcast and uh, Grinders Live and some of the other things that we've got going on. So thanks again to Fantasy Draft, and I hope you give them uh, a look here today. Uh, We're going to get to NBA, of course, here in a moment. Um, Big shout-out to Two-Gun. He ended up winning the um, million bucks over on DraftKings yesterday, which uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is the second time that he's actually won a million dollars over on DraftKings. So uh, that's really, really cool. Like, uh, he's somebody who I've hung out with before. Nice guy and a really good daily fantasy player, smart guy. And he's had a lot of success playing DFS over the years. Uh, we also had our FanDuel championship this past weekend. And uh, Daily Mail, the big winner there, he beat out Knowlesman, who finished second and third. And by the way, the Knowlesman won uh, lots of money this weekend. I saw them all across the top of the leaderboards on FanDuel and DraftKings. But 
153 points for Daily Mail. He's a guy who is a member of the Roto-Grinders community. So special shout-out going to him. Great lineup that he built. And uh, Condia with a top-four finish as well. And his uh, swan song? I don't know. He said he was going to be retiring. Came back, qualified for some live finals. And then maybe he's just going to go back to playing golf or whatever he does. Drive his Lambo. I don't know. But... Uh, huge props to Daily Mail. Love seeing guys within this community have um, a lot of success. And uh, over on Fantasy Draft, uh, the winner over there was Small Time. Went in 200K. Uh, he took on some big time names and uh, ended up uh, topping them all. And he won $200,000 in the Carolina Millions over there on Fantasy Draft. Dak Prescott, Giovanni Bernard, Todd Gurley. Uh, Des Bryant, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Melvin Gordon, Kareem Hunt, and the Buffalo Bills was the lineup that uh, that got him to the top. So 193 points was not much of a sweat for him, but congrats. Big Mel 911 uh, finished second uh, at 179.36. So a nice $175,000 payout for him. So good job by Fantasy Draft. I hope they do something for basketball or for baseball on the live final front. But I also hope is that they maybe run it at a little bit, little bit smaller scale than they did uh, for football. Like, yeah, we all love winning a lot of money. There's no question about it. Um, and I love the fact that it was a 12-man field. I think that's great. But I don't think there's anything wrong with a 12-man field where you've got $250,000 up for grabs, but you give everybody like a nice live final experience um, or, you know, and, and basically open up the qualifiers to more people. And that was the one drawback that I felt about Fantasy Draft's live final experience this year was uh, it was pricey. Now, admittedly, you got really good value on a lot of those qualifiers because they overlaid, they, you know, gave two for one tickets and had some uh, you know, different avenues for you to get in on the cheap, but still, I feel like it was it was probably about a half million dollars too much in terms of the total cost because uh, I just felt like they might not have overlaid as much if it was a little bit smaller, and the demand still would have been there. So even though they're growing, they're doing great things, and I know they want to they want to make a splash. Uh, I think you also want to cater to people uh, more than just. The Chipotles, the Osimos, the Papa Gates, you know, a lot of these guys who play super high volume, man, they were just firing at these cues. I fired at them as well because I wanted to, you know, get to that experience. And I love the payout of the live final. Don't get me wrong. Pretty flat payout overall. But um, I think maybe just scaling it back a little bit might not be a bad idea. And um, yeah, but uh, congrats to Fantasy Draft for pulling off their first real uh, live football final this weekend. Uh, hopefully a good time had by all out there. Now, coming up this weekend, we've got the DraftKings live final out there in Miami. And we're also doing something cool here at Roto Grinders. We're going to be doing a sweat show extravaganza. That's what I'm going to call it. And uh, it's basically going to be um, uh, about a I don't know, a dozen of us hosts throughout the afternoon are going to come together and we're going to be doing uh, a live sweat show, which is going to include um, building lineups for the afternoon slate, examining lineup DB, um, you know, making swaps in our own lineup where it makes sense. I mean, we're going to have a lot of fun on this show, and it's going to be a nice, what we hope to be, second screen experience for you guys while you're watching football and uh, hopefully maybe still 
grinding and building your own lineup. So be on the lookout for that. That's going to be uh, coming up this Sunday. It'll start right at 1 o'clock, and we're going to take it through the afternoon game. So it's going to be a long day. Uh, check in, check out. We're going to have, uh, like I say, we're going to do hosts in groups of three for about an hour and a half and then kind of cycle through because uh, one person doing six hours of broadcasting uh, would be a cruel and unusual punishment, believe it or not. So uh, we don't want to do that uh, for this. But we want to have fun with it and be on the lookout for that coming up on Sunday. And we'll be doing giveaways and other stuff uh, during the show. So uh, love to see you guys kind of get involved a little bit with it. Should be a fun time. Um, all right, little industry news. Then we get to an NBA slate, which is pretty, pretty easy, pretty small here today. Uh, FanDuel um, uh, has their Week 15 games up, and to the dismay of me and I, I think many others, uh, they omitted the Sunday night game from this week's slate. Now, earlier in the week, Draft or FanDuel came out and said, "No, no, no, this is a one-week deal. We're doing it because we got a live final. We've got the online final. We want to wrap it all up together." And you know what? It's a, I, I looked at that and said, you know what? I buy that. Like, that kind of makes sense a little bit. You're going to be giving away a million dollars, you know, on that slate. It'd be great if somebody's at that live final could potentially win it. Um, cool. Like, I get it. Makes some sense. And then, of course, this week, um, I guess, you know, it wasn't a one-week thing because they've come out and said, well, we decided to change it and end all of our main slates again after the afternoon games. And... I mean, it's just copycat of what DraftKings did, and it's a situation where I, I just don't, I don't know why. I mean, I, I guess I know why, but the fact of the matter is they're selling out these games before they can even finalize the payments of their first game, so I don't know how much really of an edge there really is to be had. Maybe there's something mentally with players where if the slate is over, you're just going to go and fire into the next one. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's where this comes from, but I think it's, it's disappointing and a bit of a mistake simply because we're also at a time of year where you've got Thursday, you've got two Saturday games. Uh, the slates are small enough as is you've got Sunday. Now you got Monday. Uh, I mean, shrinking of these slates is frustrating to me because it causes overlap and it, it makes for bad gameplay. And clearly the sites don't give a crap. Uh, about gameplay um, because if they did they wouldn't be making these decisions I don't believe it's a better user experience for people um, but especially when you're when your biggest competitor uh, does the exact same thing like why just copy them um, why, why just do what they do like why not differentiate yourself that's how you can potentially grow in this space but no you know it's pretty much uh, just following each other's lead, whether it's, you know, raising your site fees or, you know, building these tiny little slates where we have lots of overlap and, and lesser gameplay. It's, you know, it is what it is. And that's why, you know, I look at a site like Fantasy Draft and I really hope that they can gain some momentum. I really hope they can get some some future financial backing to get aggressive on the marketing front because I really, really love the fact that, you know, they don't feel like they need to follow what the other sites are doing necessarily. And, um, and yeah, so um, that's where I kind of stand on it. Uh, I've got no say in any of these things. I've got no influence over these people. All I can tell you is just email support and tell them, hey, you know what? I don't like it, you know, and 
it's funny because when DraftKings started this, people are like, I'm not going to play DraftKings. And then they get over it. And the same thing with FanDuel. You can make a statement, not play. Eventually, you're going to come back because we love playing fantasy football. But um, maybe try a site like Fantasy Draft and, and see what you think, you know, especially if that game is important to you and listener feedback is important to you because I, I don't believe this is a listener feedback uh, decision, at least in, in my opinion. But um, disappointing nonetheless, but, you know, we truck on and, and do what we do. Uh, all right, let's uh, get to NBA for tonight. And tidy little uh, six-gamer today, Charlotte, Oklahoma City, Miami against Memphis, Boston against the Bulls, New Orleans against Houston. That's got a 226 total tonight, Portland and Golden State. And then the Raptors take on the Clippers today. So uh, that is the schedule for us. You've listened to the show. You know how we break it down. It's position by position. We're going to start out at the point guard spot. I usually use FanDuel pricing just for reference because they've got more um, position kind of scarcity um, in terms of where you can play guys, less flexibility. So that's what we're going to roll with for now. In terms of the injury front, not a whole lot uh, out there today. I It wouldn't shock me one bit if Al Horford sits today. He left the game yesterday, came out of that one kind of sore. It's a back-to-back. Don't be surprised to see Al Horford potentially not play for Boston in a game against Chicago that they should win, you know, fairly easily. And then, of course, still Steph Curry is out and a few guys questionable for Charlotte. So we don't have the updated information on that one yet. But when it falls, we will let you know. Uh, All right, let's start at the point guard position. And uh, obviously, we got Russell Westbrook on this slate um, against Charlotte. He's at 11-2, but he's also going to be getting Paul George back which uh, I believe is, you know, probably going to cut into some of his production. Uh, You know, I really liked him when he was at that 10K price tag. Um, When he gets up into the 11-2 like we are right now, it makes him a little bit more difficult to roster. Is coming off a triple-double, but he also shot 7 for 29 in this last game against Memphis. So just terrible shooting. But that has been a huge uptick for him with Paul George out. I mean, he was you know, kind of around 16 to 22. And then look at the last, you know, five games, 29, 27, 25, 22, 21, 23. Those are his shot attempts. So obviously carries incredible usage, is a fine fantasy player, but I don't know if he's going to crack my initial builds today because I don't feel like we've got enough value to, you know, kind of justify too many of these guys. And I think there's other guys I'd probably rather have than him that might be a bit cheaper. So where I'm looking at point guard today, I think we can look to Kyrie Irving today against Chicago. Uh, Really shot the ball poorly um, yesterday, four for 12 from the field. Um, Didn't really do much of anything, to be honest with you. Three rebounds, three assists, only 22 fantasy points. But I like him in in the bounce back you know, situations. Uh, Last time he was under 30, he bounced back with a 41 burger. And honestly, he hasn't been under 30 any other game. Oh no. uh, Yeah. No, no other game this season. So uh, I think he's just fine here against Chicago. They rank one of the worst uh, DVP in the league. You take Al Horford out of there. There's probably a few more shots that might you know, filter his way. And the price tag pretty reasonable there. 8,300, you know, he was at 92, not that long ago against Phoenix. Um, So I I think we can look at him and 
you know, we got him projected at 43 fantasy points today. I've got no problem with that. So uh, third game in four nights, a little worrisome, but uh, shots were down. I think he'll be fine in this game against Chicago. We also got Chris Paul against New Orleans. New Orleans coming off a back-to-back last night where uh, their guys played uh, a pile of minutes against Philadelphia in a close contested game. And, um, you know, Rondo in particular, you look at him, he played 37 minutes yesterday. Finished pretty good line, 13 points, 18 assists, 5 steals, and a block against Philadelphia. But uh, on a back-to-back, now they're taking on Houston. I mean, I'm assuming he's going to play because this is a really, you know, big kind of spotlight game uh, for... You know, for New Orleans, you know, you obviously want to show up and, and play against, you know, the, the league's best, and they certainly have been that. But we will see. Um, you know, he sat out that game against Sacramento a couple ago. Uh, 5,600 is in play, though, today. And I don't like the matchup versus Chris Paul. Don't get me wrong. Like, Paul, I believe, is still a pretty elite defender. But if you look at his game logs here, he's been over 35 fantasy points in four of his last five games. The one game he didn't came against Denver, and it wasn't a dog game. 11-6-7 gave you 26 fantasy points. At 5,600 on FanDuel, I think he's squarely in play, but I do worry about the heavy minutes yesterday and playing this back-to-back. I mean, this game could really blow out. Like, Houston could win this game big, and, I mean, they're 12-point favorites here, and if that's the case, we're probably not going to see Rondo in that second half or in that fourth quarter. So that's my concern with him. Um, We've got Chris Paul in the same game at 9K, and uh, he has been outstanding the last two games, 26-3-7 versus Portland, 18-9-13 against Utah. Um, The price is certainly coming up on Chris Paul, and that is the concern, but he should have a field day here versus Rajon Rondo and uh, and he's a guy that you know I definitely like at 9k is a little bit pricey 81 on DraftKings and especially that 14.9 price on him on fantasy draft probably is going to make him a plug and play over there FanDuel um, I, I think it kind of depends on what direction you want your build to go in and uh, that's the struggle we have with him now Chris Dunn uh, this is definitely kind of site-specific play because you look at him on FanDuel, he is at 7,700. He's coming off a 44 and 53 fantasy point day against New York and Charlotte. Um, and, you know, he's definitely a guy who uh, can fill up a lot of different categories, especially even the steals category, which is great on FanDuel. Um, but I do have a little bit of worry here. Uh, this is a third game in four nights for the Chicago Bulls, and, you know, that price is just really, really high. I mean, man, 7700 This guy was at 6100 like a week or two ago. So, yes, the opportunity has changed, but I don't think he's quite that caliber of player. Now, on DraftKings, he sits at 67 and Fantasy Draft at 11-2. Those are much more manageable situations, but it's not like this is an easy matchup. Uh, Boston, one of the best defensive teams in the league, and uh, that's going to make him a tough payoff. I mean, if you're playing on FanDuel, why not just pay $1,300 more and you know get the safety and security of Chris Paul? We also have Kyle Lowry here. Toronto did play last night, 8,300. He's been super steady, 39, 40, 44. We've got him projected at 37 tonight. 
versus the Clippers, and I am just fine with that projection. Uh, actually looking like a little bit better play on FanDuel than on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft uh, across the three different sites. So I think he is uh, in play for us, but these road games, these road trips always get me a little bit worried. Uh, I don't want to play Quinn Cook for cheap. Uh, Damian Lillard against Golden State, eh, you know... Let me do a quick little. Uh, let me do a quick little search here on Damian Lillard game logs uh, versus Golden State last year over the last couple of years. See what he's done. Because all right, uh, Fanduel points over the last three games versus this team. He gave you 33, 24, and 37. That is not going to cause it. Now again, that's with Steph Curry in there, um, but this is a road game. Probably going to pass on him at 9,300. I'd probably rather go down to Lowry and even Kemba Walker at 8,300. You know, he should be fine. You know, last game, I mean, I actually like the points scored for him 23, had a 24 and a 29. Uh, not doing a ton in the rebounding, assist, block, steals department, where I think he can do better than we've seen there. So uh, I think that he's a fine play today at 8,300. So I'm probably playing Kyrie and then. Uh, you know, figuring out between Paul, Lowry, and Kemba where I'm going to go with that second spot. I'm kind of off of Dragic against Memphis. Austin Rivers, uh, that team is starting to get a little bit more healthy, even though he plays a pile of minutes. Fine for tournaments, but I don't think I'm going there in cash games here today. Um, and he's going to potentially drive some, you know, DeRozan or Lowry defense, which isn't great. All right, next at the shooting guard position, and we've got, you know, Probably the league MVP to this point, especially when you consider, you know, how well that team is playing. He didn't win it last year, and that's James Harden against New Orleans, and uh, he should be in for a big day here. 11-8 is his salary on FanDuel, 11-6 on DraftKings, 21-3 on Fantasy Draft is a really big number, but the guy should smash. Wouldn't be surprised to see him have another 50 fantasy point game. Again, this total is super high in this one. Um, but I think there's some value to be had at this position. Um, there's a lot of ways we can go. I don't think he's a must because we've got so many options. So I'm looking at Eric Gordon today as one of the uh, value options for us on this slate. There's not a lot to love. He's at 4700 on FanDuel and on DraftKings, 10-5 on Fantasy Draft. Maybe not playing him there, but I like him in FanDuel in particular where you have to roster two at this position. And uh, a, a guy who, if this does blow out, I don't think he necessarily sits. I don't think he loses production. So he is in play for us. Etwan Moore has played 37, 39, 38, 37 minutes over the last four games. Uh, this is a third game in four night. Uh, you know, I, that does worry me a little bit, but he's 4,600 on FanDuel, 45 on DraftKings, and 8,500 on Fantasy Draft. And, uh, you know, we've got him projected at... 24, and that's probably a, a pretty fair projection for him in this matchup. But a, a guy who can provide you some salary relief, no question about it. If you're firing GPPs, you got to look at Deion Waiters. He went one for 10, then he went eight for 12, and then he went another one for 10 the next day. So he has been all over the map. Obviously, if he's hitting his shots, he can give you five, six X that salary. That's a big if. Uh, that's why you play him in tournaments, not in your cash games. 
looks like the best spot for him would be over on FanDuel. Lou Williams really juiced up, and we've got Gallinari kind of coming back to the lineup, but that hasn't slowed him down too much. Over 40 fantasy points in three consecutive games. Uh, 7,600 on DraftKings, probably too good to pass up. Uh, 14.5 on Fantasy Draft as well. The 8,400 on FanDuel feels about right. Like, it feels like that's where he should be. And, uh, you know, 20 shot attempts over the last two games against Washington and Minnesota. Toronto, a little bit better team, but uh, definitely a guy that we've got projected at 40, and I think that's the right number on him. Well, we can save a little bit on C.J. McCollum, 6,800, and... uh, Andy Means made a really good point in his core plays this morning. If you look at his usage when Nurkic is off the court, um, he gets a dramatic bump, and Nurkic is not going to be playing today. So uh, that might mean that it's time to kind of fire back up C.J. McCollum. And the shots have kind of been there. He just hasn't been making a lot of them. Finally got a little bit hot versus Houston with that 37 fantasy point performance. And... um, and yeah, I mean, you just look at the savings off of him. It's pretty extreme. 68 versus 84 for Lou Williams or 88 for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I think he's a better target when you look at that. 12-4 over there on Fantasy Draft as well. Uh, I like C.J. McCollum a good bit. Definitely think he is in play uh, in cash games today. Um, probably not playing Roberson with... Um, Paul George coming back. He's played well the last three games, but I worry whether or not that can sustain. DraftKings, you can maybe talk me into it because he's sub 4K, uh, but on FanDuel, I don't I don't see it being that viable at 4,700. I know there's a lack of value, but uh, that's a tough one. Tyreek Evans, like him, but problem is this game versus Miami is going to be slow. It's a 194. Uh, it's probably best to pass on that. There's maybe one guy in Memphis who I'll consider we'll get to a little bit later, but uh, I don't think it's Tyreek today with all the options. Shooting guard is just loaded up today. Uh, and that's maybe it. Maybe a little Marcus Smart, um, but I don't know. He's he's kind of dudded the last three games against Chicago. De- definitely, or, you know, overall against Detroit, San Antonio, and Dallas. I feel like this is a better spot versus Chicago. Um, but with Jalen Brown coming back, I, d- I don't know. Probably not at that number. Probably not cheap enough. Five six, eh, probably pass on that one. Uh, let's see if there's any other crappers. Keep your eye on the Jeremy Lamb situation. Uh, Pat Connaughton, he plays like 25 minutes a day a game. Can have occasionally get you into the 20s, uh, but will also give you nine six six eight five. So uh, GPP play only 3800 on Fanduel, 36 over on DraftKings, but pretty good defensive team we've got out there. In Golden State, I'm not really super high on Clay Thompson. hasn't played great against uh, Portland, um, so probably Kevin Durant's the guy that we're going to want. And speaking of Durant, let's get to him. He is uh, probably going to be one of the top guys on this slate today. 11-7. The price has been juiced up, but you know, rightfully so. Uh, 10-9 over on DraftKings. 21-8 over on Fantasy Draft. Uh, I mean, dude's been doing it all. Uh, I mean, 74-66 each of the last two games against Detroit and Charlotte. Now they come home. I don't know if those numbers are overly sustainable, but we still got them projected at like 54 today, and I think that is well within the range for him. Could be a little bit tougher matchup. If you wanted to fade him in GPPs because he's chalk, 
uh, and maybe, you know, say this is a Clay Thompson game. Uh, I don't hate that option. I don't hate that play at all because I think he's going to be really, really highly owned today. But um, I think if you're playing cash games, you're probably playing Mr. Durant and moving on. Uh, We do have the return of Paul George to the lineup today. And I think he's kind of intriguing at 7,800. He's a guy who definitely has had some big games. 41, 51, 51, 61, 57, 69. Those are all outputs that he's had this year. Now, admittedly, his last two games have been 26 and 20, and he's coming off an injury. So there's a lot of reasons to kind of be scared off by him, but we're buying him at literally the lowest price I think we may have seen all season long or darn close to it. He was at 8,600, 9K prior to the injury, those two games, and now he's down to 78 versus Charlotte. Uh, I'm not really worried about playing shape, minutes restriction, unless something would come out about that. I think he's squarely in play for us. 8K over there on DraftKings. Rarely do you see guys more expensive on DraftKings than FanDuel. He's one of the few. Uh, so I think he's a, he's a FanDuel option for us. And same at Fantasy Draft at 14.9. If you get nervous play, paying for those 21K guys, uh, Paul George can certainly fill it up. And uh, a guy that I'm going to be looking a little bit out, looking a little bit at today. Uh, we'll see, uh, he should play today cause he did not play on Saturday, but Chandler Parsons could be a sneaky little GPP option for you coming off pretty good game versus Toronto. Again, I know this game sucks. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but 42 on FanDuel, 38 on DraftKings, 7,400 on fantasy draft. He played 25 minutes in that last game against Toronto. It was a pretty good defensive team. Gave you 28 fantasy points on DraftKings and 29 on FanDuel. He's kind of a guy who's always done enough. And you look at the scoring, double digit scoring in three consecutive games or four consecutive games. If you get some rebounding assists, steals, blocks mixed in there, he's definitely going to make value. So uh, not my favorite punt, but on a day where we don't have many, he's somebody to kind of consider for us tonight. Dylan Brooks in that same game, really cheap at 3,600. But, man, he's been all over the map. I I think I'd rather play Parsons over Brooks if I was going to play either of those two guys. Uh, Also, keep our eye on Evan Turner. You know, uh, I think he drew a start just the other day and didn't do much with it, but did see 27 minutes, which was, uh, I believe, not quite a season high, but darn close to it. Problem with him is, you know, he's only gotten over 20 fantasy points, one, two, three three, four, five times this entire season. He's at 37 over on FanDuel, 38 on DraftKings, 7K on Fantasy Draft. But with Nurkic out, you know, this is certainly a lineup you can play small against because, you know, they're going to play Draymond at the five a whole bunch. And, uh, you know, they've got big enough bodies to kind of handle that without, uh, you know, heck, even, you know, Evan Turner could potentially even play that position or have him on Durant and move uh, Aminu over there. Now, uh, I'm not a guy that I'm enamored with, but I think I'd put him in my script today at 3,700. So keep your eye on him. Uh, let's see. Not a whole lot else. Uh, I think that Ariza on DraftKings at 47 is in play. Also 89 over there on Fantasy Draft. Jalen Brown against Chicago. I mean, it's a good matchup. Another guy who might play a boatload of minutes in garbage time if, it be, if it's a blowout. But uh, really... The problem with the Celtics is outside of Kyrie Irving and really like uh, 
Al Horford, they're just they play so deep. You know, they're very Spurs esque in that in that side of things. So good basketball team, maybe not the best uh, fantasy team we have on the board. All right, uh, I think that kind of covers small forward. Let's move on to the power forward position and. You know, Anthony Davis here, he's gone for 50 fantasy points over the last four games against Houston today, and uh, we've got him projected for, what, 48 on FanDuel and 45 on DraftKings. I think those are too low, and I think if you boost that up, his price per dollar projection is going to go up, and uh, and I'm interested in him. I know he played 40 minutes last night. That's a little bit concerning, but this is a game against Houston like I mentioned before, you got to think they're going to be up for, um, I don't know if that's going to matter. They probably still will get smoked, but I don't see defensively anybody on this team that's really going to slow him down that much. Cause I'm, I'm assuming they put Capella over there on, uh, on Boogie Cousins and Anthony Davis eats against two, like Ryan Anderson, maybe uh, Trevor Reza, like, you know, Reza's a good defender, but not against a guy who's like seven foot tall. So I think this is a really good matchup for him. And I think he's he's a guy that's going to fly under the radar a little bit. I, I think I prefer him over Westbrook. Uh, for the savings we get, I probably prefer him a little bit over, uh, over Harden today. And power forward's a spot where we do have a few options we can throw out there. And I think that's going to kind of drive down his ownership. But there's nothing that's, you know... It's not a smash spot. Even Draymond Green has not really played great against Portland for his career. Now, you love this last game. The dude shot one for six, scored two points, and somehow finished with 53 FanDuel points. So he's been at 40 or more in four of the last five games. 8,500, 74 on DraftKings. Going to make him very tough not to play. And 14-5 on Fantasy Draft uh, for sure. So uh, FanDuel, I I think he's priced right. But he's still a guy that I'm looking at a little bit today. Uh, Ryan Anderson today at 4K against New Orleans. Uh, GPP played simply. I mean, we've got the 30 fantasy point upside. We saw it against Utah. Went for 35. Followed it up with a 2 against Portland. Uh, Had a 29 against Indiana. Followed up with a 3 against LA. Uh, And New Orleans, yeah. I mean, I don't think Davis wants to guard the perimeter. So if he is matched up. On Ryan Anderson, that's not an ideal spot for him, potentially. Maybe he does get a few more shots. Uh, let's do a quick uh, Ryan Anderson query here to see how he's done against uh, New Orleans. Did I call him the Hornets again? I don't know if I did. We'll we'll, we'll go Pelicans here. Let's see. Um, yeah, not, not too impressive. 20, 13, 18. Uh, those are the last three games uh, against the uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. So uh, 4K is cheap enough price tag. If you're looking for a punt, you could go there. Maybe a better option for you could be Serge Ibaka. The problem is Ibaka, he really has like no upside like because he just is so limited in the m- minutes that he plays, barely goes over 30. Um, you hope he gets three blocks. If he gets you two or three blocks, you're probably going to make value on that salary. And he's actually had at least one block in looks like like 12 or 13 consecutive games. So he's playing a little bit better. And uh, I don't think he's out of the question today at 55 on FanDuel. 56 on DraftKings, meh. 12-3 on Fantasy Draft. I'm going to pass on that salary there. Al-Faruq Aminu against Golden State. Another guy who should draw a ton of minutes today against Duran. He is the best defender they have. And, uh, you know, he's back off of injury, back off of minutes restriction, 
35 and 31 over the last two games. And I think that salary on DraftKings at 46 is appealing. 91 on Fantasy Drafts, all right. And even 53 on FanDuel. Uh, He can be brought into the conversation here a little bit. Uh, Let's see. Jason Tatum at 63 against Chicago. Not bad. Not a bad spot for him. Uh, You know, he had 35-34 against Seattle and Dallas. Not great against Detroit, but nobody was particularly great that day. Um I can get behind him a little bit, especially if Al Horford's out. He might find himself playing a few more minutes, you know, down low. So 6,300, 6K on DraftKings. And also, if if Horford's out, it's probably going to be Daniel Thies or, and or Aaron Baines who are going to start here today. Thies, I don't mess with him. Uh, he started before and not been good. He's had like one, two games, I guess, in the 20s over the last couple of weeks. I guess if you wanted to go like, min salary guy what is he 38 on DraftKings 35 on FanDuel not playing him on fantasy draft today I guess if you want a $3,500 crapper who could get you 20 fantasy points he's done it but still it's only GPPs and obviously that's if you're doing that you're hoping you get a kind of back and forth game out there where you can get some Harden you can get some Davis maybe a Cousins you know that's a stars and scrub team only uh, all right. Uh, you know, Markinen actually played pretty. He's been playing pretty well here. Um, last game, let's see, 15 and 8, 24 and 12 in that game against Charlotte. I can't do it against Boston, though. Can't do it. Boston's too good. Maybe that $5,200 salary on DraftKings could sucker me in a little bit today. Uh, 11 4 on Fantasy Drafts, a pass. FanDuel's probably a pass. Maybe on DraftKings. Maybe on DraftKings you could sucker me in. And by the way, Draymond Green on DraftKings, I think I'm playing almost for sure at 7400 That's a really good price on him over there. Um, you know, one guy in FanDuel pretty cheap here today is Bobby Portis uh, at 3800 A lot cheaper on FanDuel than he is on DraftKings, which is unusual. 91 over on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Mints just haven't been there because he's kind of moved to that backup spot, but... You know, if you're firing 150 lineups, I would put him in at 3%, and, and maybe this is a spot for him to get going. Uh, one other name, Noah Vonley. I, I don't think he gets any uptick in minutes with Nurkic out, so probably not looking there. Okay, center. This uh, should be a pretty easy spot for us today. Uh, if you're playing on FanDuel, Steven Adams is going to be a really tough guy to fade, even on DraftKings at 5,900 and 11.6 on Fantasy Draft. He should eat here. Uh, I think against Dwight Howard, he's not a bad defender, but man, I mean, he's been 34, 27, 33, 42, 39, just super steady, plays a ton of minutes. They're going to need him in there against Dwight. I guess there's some potential foul trouble there with the type of player Dwight Howard is, but I'm not too worried about it. So uh, Steven Adams, he's a top flight guy for us today. Uh, Aaron Baines, maybe uh, if, uh, if we've got no... Horford, he's stone minimum on FanDuel at 3,500, 37 on DraftKings, 73 on Fantasy. I like him better than Thies. Uh, you know, he had 13 rebounds against Detroit that last game. A little bit better than Thies. Not much, but he's so cheap. Uh, Boogie's going to be tough to play today. The one thing argument you can make for Boogie is he's the one guy last night who didn't play a lot of minutes. He only played 28 versus the 40 or so that uh, most of the other guys were playing. And uh, maybe that means he gets a little bit more workload today against Houston. 
10-7 on DraftKings is a little bit more reasonable. 12K on FanDuel is a big number. It's priced just like we still don't have um, like we don't have Anthony Davis in the lineup. Fantasy draft, same thing. 21-8. It's probably going to be a hard pass for me. Middle range, guys. We've got a handful to look at here today. Mark Gasol against Miami. I didn't talk about Kelly Olynyk, but he's been playing better. But I feel like this is a spot where Gasol can you know, really eat. You know, we don't love him in these, you know, most of their games are kind of slow and, and kind of drag out a little bit. But uh, against Olenek, like this feels like a spot where he can put up some, you know, a 40, 50 burger tonight, 7,800 on DraftKings, 14-1 on Fantasy Draft where he can play a bunch of centers. And even 8,400 on FanDuel, uh, I don't hate. Doesn't get a lot of steals and blocks, so a little less interest on FanDuel, but... Uh, especially with the price increase, uh, Dwight Howard. Excuse me, uh, Dwight Howard. I'm not playing too expensive there. Uh, DeAndre Jordan on the flip side, though, his rebounding totals have been insane: 17, 21, 12, 17, 16, 9, 16, 16. That's been about his last seven games or so. Uh, it's just whether or not he scores, and um, he's not a scorer. So, is he going to get dunks? Uh, we'll see. In this game against Toronto. Eh, I don't mind it, to be honest with you, uh, especially against uh, Mr. Jonas Valanciunas. He should be all right. Uh, 7,300 on FanDuel, 76 FanDuel, or uh, 73 drafting, 76 FanDuel, and 13-5 fantasy draft. You play multiple centers, you could potentially fit him in. But Steven Adams, probably our most likely guy that we want to play today at this position. Uh, and that's it. I'm done. I'm out of here. Thank you so much for giving us a listen here to the podcast. You want to do me a, a, a solid, then go over to Fantasy Draft, make a deposit, and let them know that you're a listener to The Fix and uh, pay it forward a little bit. So appreciate that very much. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow on the show. We'll talk uh, some more NBA on a Tuesday. Until then, if you got any feedback, you know where to find me at Dan underscore Bach on Twitter. Leave a comment over here in the comment section. And until then, good luck tonight in DFS, and we will see ya. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.